0: Welcome back to the Getting Grit podcast. I am Brad Paul your host and this is where we tell the stories of sinners and saints. <music> Jacob lied, Moses murdered, Paul hunted down Christians, David had an affair, Peter disowned Jesus. God used every single one of these men as key people to build his kingdom. You are never too far gone for God to use. Just don't let that devil steal your story. <music> There are some things in life that we are just not allowed to do, but men still persist in doing them. Remember, G.K. Testerton said, the loss of personal value does not come from being weary of pain. The loss of personal value comes from being weary of pleasure. When manhood is no longer seen as a unique calling, it becomes simply a problem to overcome. So men turn to other men for sex. Men decide to castrate themselves to become women or simply dress up as a woman so they don't have to act like a man. As C.S. Lewis wrote, society has castrated and bid the geldings be fruitful. The media, government, education are all having a problem defining what is a woman. Robert Lewis, author of the book A Modern Day Knight, asked the question, what is a man? Is he someone who is strong and tall? Is he taught and talented as he plays ball? Is he someone who is hardened and rough, who smokes and drinks and swears enough? Is he someone who chases women hard with a quest to conquer but never dropping his guard? Is he someone with a good business mind who gets ahead of the others with his nose to the grind? Or is he someone who tries his best not really caring about any of the rest? What is a man? Does anyone really know? Tell me who is the prototype? To whom shall I go? Sons need fathers who are involved in their lives. Dads who will love them, teach them, discipline them. Men are yearning for things they can't get from their wives. They can't get from their jobs, and they can't pull from inside themselves. Something very primitive and very deep, like tethers that are passed from fathers to sons. In the absence of these anchors, men drift. When they're present, men become grounded. They flourish. They become noble, principled. They become knights. Where is the place in our culture where boys are initiated consciously into manhood? David Blackenhorn, founder and president of the Institute of American Values, and its initiative, Braver Angel, states, Men, more than women, are culture-made. Where are we at then in American culture if our government, our schools, and a growing minority in our society are driving our children towards transgender identification? The answer is all too scary. Even in some American churches, there is a push for gender neutrality, which too is gutting our culture of authentic manhood. Asking us to draw our true masculinity from the original Adam of Genesis, without understanding the words of Jesus, I came to bring a sword. The former is based upon a manhood that is set on a natural course based on instinct, reaction, and preservation. The latter is based on revelation spiritual revelation, not flesh, and provides a sense of destiny for a man. Robert Lewis also asked the question, Did your father fill up your masculine soul with affirmation and vision? Was his manhood clear? Is yours clear to your son? The question of this clarity is of ultimate importance. All men inherently know that they are called by nature toward a will to obey, a work to do, and a woman to love. But from Sodom and Gomorrah to Christopher Hitchens, man proves to himself that he is unwilling to be ruled over, and the words, Obey another, are far from his desire. And yes, man sees his worth in building things, but all too often, entitlement impairs his vision. Men struggle to master their passions and bridle themselves with the principles of truth. But we find principles of truth in the Word of God about our will, our work, and our wives. I delight to do your will, O God. Your law is within my heart. All hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. And two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. The integrity of the upright will guide them, but the crookedness of the treacherous will destroy them. So fathers are tasked to pass on such ingredients like loyalty, which above all things that must describe their sons, that they must conduct themselves like champions who bear a generous spirit within, because those who don't become leaky vessels and soon find their place among the wreckage, they must win the love of a woman, but it must be fought for, they are not entitled to it, and to keep it, they'll have to work for it every day. That there are absolute values that exist in this world. For those who think that they can create their own rules for life, understand without gravity, the earth would be in chaos. And there is an all-powerful, all-seeing holy God who rewards good and punishes evil. So justice will occur in this life or the next, no matter how hard or eloquent man tries to deny it. And you're just not allowed to cry uncle because you experienced some bad luck. We all go to bed with regrets. Fortunate are the ones who forget by morning. This doesn't self-absolve sin. Sin is sin. Reconciliation with God is required for that. Regrets are those things we've made mistakes on, like misspelling the word school as S-K-O-O-L because we got in a hurry in a spelling bee and then brooded about our failure all day long. There's no such thing as a free lunch. If you don't work for it, you don't respect it. And you have to earn your Saturdays as well. However, fathers are also tasked to pray every day for their children. Because without prayer, every ingredient we think that is required to make the sauce special is for naught. No, yes. That place we call there, well, we're going to get there. But it's going to take some damn hard work, and that's life. The work that's required of fathers, it's never done. It goes on till your last breath. And don't let that old devil steal your story before you stop breathing either, before the mission ends. And the mission is raising our sons to be men. And all of our stories will be of struggles and failures, of redemption, forgiveness, and new beginnings. It's all about the ingredients you put into it and the prayer that holds it together. Like the making of a great sauce, a good cook learns along the way when to add a little water or add a little salt. Ain't it so? This is Getting Grit signing off. Blessings to you all. Dominus Vobiscum.